Welcome to my humble abode. There's a desk in the living room, but it's only temporary. Don't judge me. No, dude. It's your study. See, you have your living room. It actually doesn't look bad there. And you have your study, bro. It doesn't look bad there. Yeah. Except for the fact that there's a shrunk right next to it that can't be opened <laughs> now. Shrunk. That's what it's called, isn't it? Uh, in German, yeah. What do you call that in a wardrobe? I guess, yeah. I think a wardrobe. Okay. That sounds right. There's a wardrobe that can't be used because of it. But, but no if, witch, no witcher. No, it's lion. No, no lion, witch in the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah just no, a no, wardrobe. No, that, is that C.S. Lewis? Is that who that is? I think so. Yeah. See, We're going to get copyright struck. and uh, Just by saying the title oh, of, of it? of course. You can't no. even say it? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a country are we living in, Jared? <laughs> Speaking of, you should know this because... So you're be, you're you're trying to become a published author, if I'm not mistaken. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. About, am I allowed to? You can mention some of it. We'll okay. See, we'll see what you say. Oh, so I shouldn't ask you like what the book's about? Not yet. Oh, I Let see. Us, you don't want the people to. We're, we're waiting to get registered and copyrighted before. We right. No, I understand. Big Listen, news. I understand. I get it. I get it. It's exciting. But it's though. a book for English teachers. We'll okay. Put it that way for now. Okay. Don't ask any more questions. That's Stop right. asking so many questions, everyone. Too many questions. Back up. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today in a very secret, undisclosed location to talk about the expectations of being a host. So if you're curious today about what it takes to be the host with the most so all of your guests can have a great time, this is the episode for you. And I have to say, I have to give my co-host a lot of uh, props and compliments because he has been a fantastic host. Uh, This is the first time I've been able to come see him at his new crib and it's great to be here, so thanks for having me, Jared, and uh, it's great to see you. How are you, buddy? Uh, that's very nice of you, Chad. Um, you're easy to please. I'll, I'll say that. That's true. You're not, you're not Easier wrong. than my family, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, they did. They are the reason. I wonder what happened to my click. They are the reason why um, I even uh, came up with this idea, because this, that was the first time I really had to host at my new home, and I was just like, I am not prepared for this. Um, but I, I did some research and I think I could do this. I, I, I think we, I think I, I, I know how to be a host now and we're going to go through some, some lists. We, we all love lists That's right. of what it takes to be a good host, what you need to have in your home. I think also it's important to talk about the expectations as far as, you know, being the guest, what, what should you do? Oh, for sure. What should you, uh, not do? You know, you were nice. You didn't just, uh, you know start rifling through my uh my closet or rifling through my fridge start looking for eating uh, your cheese yeah. shredded cheese exactly <laughs> but you did not see the shredded cheese you, you, oh, noted. I saw you it. took note okay but you have self-control i respect it i respect it just so, yeah. enough uh, i i'm i'm interested to get into this because i'm not good at this at all you claim to be good at this right I never claim to be good at it. You said you I like, like to it. do it. That's There's a difference. two different things. That's very, fair. very big That's difference. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you did throw some good parties back in the day. We did have some great parties back. When in you the threw day. those parties, I guess I'm, I'm. Did you have like snack plans? Were there snacks at those we parties? We had some snacks, but let's be honest, Jared. The purpose sure, I mean, for those parties of, were a bunch of drunken college kids <laughs> right. studying abroad. I understand. Right, we're to get a little, little crazy and have a good time, <laughs> you know. Um, no one's asking what sort of, you know, charcuterie boards you have. Right. Although I will say this, Jared, uh, not to toot my own horn too much, but I have hosted quite a few people from abroad, mm. uh, you know, and uh, we've always had a good time. So I definitely okay. have a couple tips and things. I think the tricky thing as well with hosting, Jared, is it's a different type of hosting when you just have friends come over to visit and chill for a bit. Yes. Versus like staying Sleep. in an extended yeah, the, period of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Big difference. For sure, for sure. This, you being here, the pressure is a lot lower just because I'm like, well, you know, I don't, you're, you're not going to shower here. You're not going to wake up here for breakfast tomorrow morning. That you unless know you of. play your cards right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's, this is, this is a lot less pressure, you know? Oh, definitely. It does. Well, Jared, I want to uh, bring up something kind of funny to talk about for the top of the show. Please. When I came across this article, uh, and this is from NPR, so mm-hmm. I think there's some credibility to this article. The, yes. Uh, here Liberal. Is, yes. Here's, here's the headline, uh, and I'll, I'll turn it your way as well so you can read it. Oh, um, I see that But face. here we go. You literally can't believe the facts Tucker Carlson tells you, uh, so says Fox Fox's own lawyers. Oh, wow. So, so just to paint the picture for our listeners who aren't in the states and aren't aware of Fox News and Tucker Carlson, Tuck, Tucker Carlson is a uh, like a like a pundit who who does quote unquote news, but it's more opinion pieces, I would argue. Yeah, um, and people take it as factual news. Um, but the funny thing is, is there was a slander lawsuit that happened in New York, and the lawyers for Fox News basically said what he's saying is opinion and it's not fact yeah that's what they've they've used that for a while like like Mm -hmm. they say it's not a news show it's an entertainment show right um but it's on fox news you know although i'll say this i never watch any of those any of those shows when i was home um cnn was on and all the news stations were not fox news you know all the liberal ones i should say right and i didn't realize even what happened on <laughs> these shows because i saw don lemon's show was on in the background and i'm like i was like is this what he does for the whole show i, I thought he like tells the news and right. it's, it's it was like a podcast of just like his opinion <laughs> about what's happening in the world today and he had all this sort of a weird emotion that he would put in and i was like this is what he does i was like this whole time i thought this guy literally told the news i watched rachel maddow she gives her opinion too but she actually does at least at one episode I saw, she did tell the news a little more, and um, and yeah, and that's all what all this stuff is is just like people giving their opinions. And Fox News has on multiple occasions used the fact that they're not a news network mm-hmm. as a as a you know cop out for some horrible shit that they incited yep. through, from through their lies. Now, which what's also crazy too, Jared, is that they can market themselves as Fox News. Yeah, that blows my mind. And then go into right? court and be like, "We're not news." Right. Well, and but see, this is the I will say, although the headline is funny, mm-hmm. right, showing that clearly it's not factual information. There are a lot of folks out there that do think it's factual. Um, but the other negative thing, actually, about this, Jerry, is this is actually kind of a win for Fox. So let me explain. So right here, so Vi, uh, um, Vice Cosell's ruling last week that was the judge dismissing a slander lawsuit filed against Carson was a win for Fox. Carlson. Uh, 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 what? You said Carson. I just said oh, Carlson. Carlson. Sorry. Uh, was a win for Fox First Amendment, uh, First Amendment principles and the media more generally, as Fox News uh, itself maintains. Of course they say that. As a legal matter, the judge ruled that Karen McDougal, the woman suing Carlson, failed to surmount the challenge, whatever the hell that means. What did, uh, what did he say? That's a good question. Let me see if the article actually says... Um, what he said i don't think it actually shows us what he said to uh, about the woman uh, but right here uh the lawyers did say the general tenor of the show informs the viewer that carlson is not stating actual facts about the topics he discusses and instead engaging in exaggeration in quotation marks and non-literal commentary 
Also in yeah. quotation marks. Which is so crazy, too, because they say that. They've said this all the time, and it doesn't matter. I mean, people still believe it when they are on multiple occasions going to court and being like, people don't take this seriously. You, that would be ridiculous. Right. <laughs> this is obviously not fact. People just happen to agree with all of his opinions. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's the fact that people think Fox News is news just... I think is very laughable. So what he did say, Jared, it looks like is basically some slander towards uh, McDougal, who was a, a playboy model. And uh, uh, there was some relation to our former uh, um, orange in chief and uh, uh, basically had said some negative things about her. And that's why she sued him for slander, because the things he said, uh, you know, were, were, yeah. And, and, but I think that the thing was, is that, the reason why he didn't get in trouble, and this is goes back to kind of our, our crazy legal system, is that it's not a factual news show, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, news on TV, I don't think the just the concept doesn't work because the whole point of TV, I mean, is, you know, it's just ratings. I mean, I guess that's not even just TV. That's just news in general because you see the same thing on online, you know, on social media and stuff with all the clickable stuff where it's like, it's I don't understand, uh, like how how what's the right way to get news? You know, right? What yeah. is that source? I don't even know what it is. You got well, you got to look at I think all all the sources and kind of draw and yeah. read between no, the lines, which is that. a lot of work. I'm not doing that. But yeah, <laughs> but I think this I'm is just, just going to watch hilarious. Tucker Carlson and get my opinions from him. There we go. Only factual. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just ridiculous. But yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was kind of a funny headline. And kind of an interesting little article, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so those of you who, th- uh, I mean, it's not like you listen to this podcast anyways, but clearly Fox is not factual news. So anyways. Yeah. So you remember how I told you I'm not interested in the Olympics? Uh-huh. I lied. I'm interested in this. Oh, good. Let's hear about it. So, you know, the Olympics are known for, to be a great socializing event, to say the least. If oh, you know yeah. What I mean. Oh, yeah. So Tokyo... Olympics Cue the winking or, emojis. <laughs> organizers are handing out more than 150,000 condoms to athletes, but also asking recipients not to use them at How the does Olympic that Village. Why would you? How does that work? I, I don't understand that. I mean, obviously, they're trying to get them to social distance, but it's like a distance. Dixtons, <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> I was trying to work that out. But um, but then why would you even hand out the condoms? You know. It's like, listen, don't use these, but you here gotta you go. Wait, at Ta- least if you're going to do that, wait till the end of the Olympics. Use these at home with just your own local people. Well, that's that's some clout, Jared. You got to show them the, the Tokyo condom. That's how you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Yeah, that's true. Slide I'm going to get some of the table at the bar. <laughs> buy some for $1,000 on eBay. Um, so they ask uh, the more than 11,000 athletes at the game to continue social distancing. They distributed condoms... Uh, the distributed condoms are not meant to be used at the Olympic Village. Oh, well, well, okay. Um, the organizers committee. Uh, so let's see. Uh, this is all just repeating. Is this all right? Insider. That's so, that's so funny, though, dude. Like, by the way, they've been handing out condoms uh, at the Olympics since at least the 1988 Summer Olympics in South Korea. Right. So this has been a thing that's been going on forever. It's like we got to control well, they're, this. They're not stupid. I mean, I have, feel like they should let it happen. These are yeah. the greatest athletes in the world. Yeah. Let them. Let. Yeah. No let condoms them. allowed. <laughs> yeah. Make some super babies, dear lord. Uh, at the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Uh, about 110,000 condoms were handed out. Jesus Christ. I wonder how many of those were used. 
about 100,000 were distributed during the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. There was a lot of sex. None of the condoms were used. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, what are we going to do with these? Uh, about 45,000 uh, male and female condoms were handed out at the Rio. Female condoms at the hey, Rio gender Olympics equality, in 2016. That's not enough condoms. Uh, athletes arriving in Tokyo this summer will be told to continue social distancing. They'll be asked to bring the condoms to their home countries as a way of raising awareness of HIV and AIDS, Reuters reported. Now, they know what's happening. No, no, no. They, they know what's happening, and they still want to control, you know, all the, all the, you know, banging, but they can't make it seem like they're, they're letting that happen, you know? That's all it is. Which I'm, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess we can't we can't encourage this because there's a Are pandemic they, happening. Right. You you know what grinds my gears? But we know it's going to happen. So just take the condoms. Right. And please use them. I don't get like I do get it, but it drives me a little bit crazy. We're in 2021, mm-hmm. and they call it the 2020 Olympics, and also the Euro Cup that's happening right now. You don't like that? I don't like it's it's 2021, <laughs> folks. Yeah, let's let's just <laughs> it's kind of dark. Yeah, it's like we're it's like we're trying to fool like the future, right? <laughs> so when 2022 uh, yeah, rolls around, Jared, if I start calling it 2021, now you'll know why. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, they're throwing they're throwing off the calendar for the world. It's like you're really the Olympics is every four years, and now you're just everything's off. Everything's off. Yep. When the International Olympic Committee rolled out its rules in February, they included a ban on physical contact between athletes. Good luck. Uh, RT uh, reported on the social media backlash, quoting a Twitter user who said there would be a 0% chance they will not be having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is great. That is hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> 0% chance. Oh, I'm banging. <laughs> right. Already looking at the roster per, of certain... Trust. Yeah. Right. What 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 events am I going to go hang out at and watch that I don't care about? <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. No, that's, that's... That's so crazy, though, dude. Them Them telling them... Like, I get why they're saying it, but... That's almost like if I gave you like $100,000 and I was like, but you can't spend it until the end of the month. But what's the vax level though, you know? Because like, yeah, the condom thing is weird because it's like, well, I'm giving you the condom and saying not to use it. And that's why I think that they can't encourage people to bang, but um, they also know that it's going to happen. So they're going to hand them out anyway. Right. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, but I guess the thing is for me, it's like, I I get it though, why you would uh, ban it because I imagine that... um, like I don't know the uh, how, how the rate of people getting vaxxed around the world, and it does just seem like an outbreak waiting to happen. True. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's hard to say, and I I wonder if they're gonna. I bet you they might even have to do like some quarantine and stuff before. I don't know. Yeah, you but know. you know, you know, you know, this is probably one of the, like because a lot of these a lot of these athletes are not like famous. A right. lot of them, I imagine, have normal jobs that they go back to, unless you're like, you know, uh, Usain Bolt or like Simone Biles, you know, like, right. like some the of the, yeah, echelon. exactly. Yeah. It's like sure. these, you can't make a career out of doing this. So it's like, uh, these people are like, you're not taking away this, this bang fest for right. me. Then I got to go back to my normal accounting job where I just sit at a cubicle. No, 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 no. And there, and there are not going to be nearly as many fit hotties walking around exactly. either. Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just Cheryl and HR. <laughs> Cheryl's a nice lady. Poor though. Cheryl. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's funny, dude. That's I mean, I get it, but at the same time it as I said, it's it's pretty ridiculous too. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. All right, dude. Let's get into some untranslatables. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Let's do it. No owl today, but that's all right. You didn't have to say that because uh, oh, oh, you that might be on there. there yeah. That's well. Anyways, you know what time it is, Jared. Don't, it's don't time for some untranslatables. Trickery, right? Which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And uh, I will get you started today, Jared, with a German untranslatable. And I think you'll probably know this one just based off of um, what it is. But still, I think it's a fun one. Uh, Lügen haben kurze Beine. Lies have short legs. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like a lie is going to catch up with you eventually. Ex- exactly. You can't outrun, or they can't. It can't be outrun because it's so slow. No, you cannot run it. No. Okay. Uh, it's. I mean, you had you had you had it right to begin with. But I yeah. know I had it right, but I'm trying to like right. like make sense of it. But I, I can't. I can't do it. Right. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, I think the thing with it is that you know, um, if you. Yeah, I, I guess just I think the reason why lies have short legs maybe is because if you if you lie to somebody, you have to always remember that lie, right? And when you have to remember all these lies, even if it's the no, actually I got nothing. Man, I, I got you, nothing. You really thought you were going. I, somewhere I did, for a I did, I'm but like, I got going to be deep. I got nothing. I yeah, but anyways, <laughs> lies right. have short legs, which I well, think listen, is true. This is the whole point of untranslatables. They can't all make sense, and we can try as hard as we want, but it's right. just not going to make sense. Exactly. My uh, untranslatables are both Cantonese, and the first one is Sao Bing, collecting soldiers. Hmm. You know we. Um, we listened to a uh, a gentleman earlier today. He might he might do a an episode about ladies collecting soldiers. You talking about the sparkling water, dude? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, ladies collecting soldiers. Think about think about that universe. Think about the phrase. You're you you you're familiar with the manosphere. Think about how th- think about this as a manosphere term almost. How what would you think that would be? These females catching out bodies? here collecting soldiers. Is it catching bodies? Uh, no, that's good, but no, that's not <laughs> what it is. I know you guys like to say females too, so uh. I like how you say you guys like I'm some manosphere. <laughs> I thought you were part of the community. I mean, if if the occasional YouTube video counts, uh, that then counts, I guess that counts, okay, that all right, counts. fair enough. Um, I watch car YouTube videos, and I would say I'm part of the. community. You're definitely well, yeah. Anyways. Um, let's see here. Um, so she's got, she's got soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. We have a, we have a term for it. Um, popular in, in, in the, in the Gold United digger? States. No, no. Collecting a lot of different people, but they're not really, you know, not really good friends with them. You are good friends with them. You're actually very good friends with them. And that's it. Oh, it's, oh. um, so it's to have multiple partners, multiple lovers. It's the process by which a girl accumulates many male friends with the sole purpose of friend-zoning them oh. and utilizing them to help her run tedious errands or even getting them to buy her expensive gifts. That is a very manosphere. That is hilarious. I was wondering if, if I was curious if you if there was Bro, a Bro, apparently the Cantonese folks are red-pilled, man. <laughs> That's is there a hilarious. term similar that you could think of for that? Uh, I'm, uh, or is that just being a beta Beta cuck. Oh, I mean, there's all sorts of terms they would probably use. I think, well, one of one of the terms you'll simp. hear them throw around would be, well, yeah, simp. I would also say another term you'll hear tossed around would be like being an emotional tampon. Mm, interesting. You know, yeah, but but you know, I don't, I don't really agree with all all that BS. You know, <laughs> um, but but you know, I mean, some dudes out there, I feel bad for them. You know, because it's like they 
But I think that the key is if a lot of these dudes were just honest about how they felt. Yeah. Maybe they're know? happy. Maybe they maybe. Just, maybe they just like it. They're just maybe like they just being ordered it. around. You can't wear this t-shirt. She's a <laughs> she's a good friend. <laughs> maybe they're just friends. Yeah. You just because yeah, you don't be. run errands for me doesn't mean that friends don't do things for other friends. That's fair. Yeah, just because you don't get my groceries or buy me expensive gifts. Speak for yourself. You do Jack. buy me great gifts though. I don't care how much they cost. Hey, sometimes hey, you know what they say. It's the thought that counts, Jim. Yeah, yeah. It's the thought that counts. All right, let me get uh, let me hit you with another German one, uh, and I think you'll probably be able to figure this one out. But this is also a good one. Das uh, Haar in der Suppe uh, in der Suppe suchen. That would be a good tongue. Looking right for there. the hair in the soup. Uh-huh. So it's like, is that what you do? Always looking for like the problem or like what could go wrong? Is that what I do? I don't think I do that. Okay. But is that what it means? Like always looking for what could go wrong? Yeah. Or, well, okay. well, what would you call that person? pessimistic um it's more so about like cautious let me give you an example so nervous I, nelly so i come to your house jared for mm-hmm. the first time i'm looking around i'm like you know i really thought he would have like some nice oak in yeah. his house nah. i think he would have guy. some i think he would have maybe you know a nice wood coffee table mm-hmm. class um, what would what would you call call that person uh like um not picky Picky? Almost is pedantic. Is that the word? Well, I would. It has the word picky in it. Oh, it does. Uh huh. Nitpicky. There we go. I see. I yeah, see. Yeah. So that's what, like, you know, being nitpicky. I'll always look. I see. I see. That you're always looking at the little tiny, yeah, teeniest look. detail. Let me. Right? And then you said, and it said zuchen too. So it's like you're looking. You're for searching it. for it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I should have given you a better example. Like, you know, your door. Oh, your doorknobs aren't brass. You know, yeah. Like something like or that. Or it's like, or it's like, oh, interesting. Is that blue the same shade of as your as the outside of your house, it looks slightly lighter. It's interesting. <laughs> right. Why couldn't you get the same color? Right. That would be searching for the hair yeah. in the soup. Yep. Uh, all right. Another uh, Cantonese one for you. Oh, shoot. Uh-oh. I forgot to. Uh, do I still? Oh, I think I still. Nah, damn it. Never what? mind. I forgot to write down the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I still have. I think I can find. No. No. Um. Oh, I, I can find it. I can find it. Sorry. You got oh, it? Here it is. Laie. And it means licked something. Licked something. Yeah. Does and this, it mean you're tired? No. Yeah, you were. Uh, no. It's it. It could be used in a lot of different ways. First of all, um, and it's like uh, like you 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 lick you really, you you like you 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 really licked lick that. Like you did a great job. The opposite. Oh, you did a terrible you job. Really messed that up. Oh, you mess. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a it's a phrase used to describe when someone's like messed something up, like disastrously, or if someone's like screwed, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. that's funny. You lick something makes sense. Okay, yeah. let me give you one final one for today, and this is Japanese, and it is emo wo uh, emo wo aro yo, which means like washing potatoes. Annoying. Uh, no, this is so. Think about Jared. If you were to wash a lot of potatoes, what would you probably do? What would I do mm-hmm. to wash a lot of potatoes? Yeah, what's the first thing you would do? Get a big pot. Okay, and then what? Uh, turn on the water. And then what? Get the brush and start scrubbing the first potato. Okay, well, I was thinking maybe we'll wash them first. We'd throw them all oh, I in see. the sink. Oh, okay. Or maybe that's, that's an inefficient way to wash potatoes. But I don't know. trying to help you out with this untranslatable here. So say you throw them all in the sink or all in a pot, either yeah. way. Okay, you have them all in the pot. Um, and it's like, like washing potatoes. For example, 
Uh, maybe you go to the amusement park and you're like, damn, it's like washing potatoes here. Or you go to a concert because things are starting to open up. Oh, it's super crowded. Very good. Very good. Yeah, like washing (laughs) potatoes. Here, let me read. So, uh, no one likes to be caught in a large crowd that you can barely squeeze through. Well, it turns out uh, we have an expression in Japanese. I'm saying we uh, on the website here. I am not Japanese. Uh, In Japanese to describe precisely that kind of crowd, which probably isn't too surprising, considering that crowded situations are quite common in Japan. Mm. From the subway during morning rush hour to amusement parks and even art exhibits. The phrase comes with the old-fashioned practice of washing a huge amount of potatoes in a barrel with the sight of all potatoes soaking in water, looking Uh, somewhat like a mass of people crowded into space. So there you go. Seeing those subway pictures really do stress me out. (laughs) Oh, for sure. People get shoved in in there. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because when I'm I'm on a a full subway and it starts filling up, I'm always like, all right, how am I going to get off this thing? Once uh, it gets to my stop, like I'm thinking about that, like stops beforehand. So it's kind of stressful sometimes. Yeah, I've missed. I've definitely missed a stop. And just like, well, I guess I'm going to the next one. Right. Uh, I'm stuck. (laughs) Yeah, a little little ride around the the track a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Well, Jared, should we uh, talk about how to be the host with the most? Yeah. So as needing the most, as I mentioned before, there's two aspects to this. There's the host and then there's the guest. True. Um, and I think there are expectations from on both sides. Oh, absolutely. Um, first of all, you're you're big you're a big shoe person. Take off mm-hmm. the shoes person. Yep. Um, my family generally is not. Does that mean we're gross? Disgusting. Yeah, I think so. Nasty. No, <laughs> I think. I mean, so. I think it just depends on your house. You know what I mean? Like um, the house where I live, there's a lot of carpet. So it would get mm-hmm. dirty really quickly if people just wore their shoes inside all the time. So it's a cleanliness thing, I guess. Um, sure. You know, but uh, it's funny, though, Jared, because I've had a lot of students abroad ask me about why don't Americans take off their shoes. Yeah. The funny thing is, in my family, we always have. Yeah, it's like, hey, don't don't say but, that about me. Right? But I do know a lot of people in the U.S. who do keep their shoes on inside. I I feel weird doing it, but that's probably because I've been conditioned since a child. I also don't not. like walking around in my socks. I get very paranoid <laughs> about getting holes in my socks when I just walk around in socks for an extended period of time. Right. Do you feel like you wear through a pair of socks faster than the other? I usually, human? well, you remember what I told you? One of the first things I told you when I got What's here? That? Forgot my slips. Right. Yes, yes, So yes. I generally wear slippers or yeah. house shoes or something. So I do wear something on my feet inside, but it's not the same thing I'm walking around outside. My you know. My friend told me, that at his house, when at when they were at, him and his girlfriend were at IKEA, they bought a whole bunch of um, wabaki. That's not what they said. That's what I'm calling it because that's what they call it in uh, uh, it's like the Tokyo shoe cover things, right? Yeah, well, like sandals essentially. Okay. And so they like you know little white, almost like hotel slippers, and they just bought a couple of them. So like, I like that because. I don't mind taking my shoes off. I just hate walking around in my socks. Right. So the the idea that like slippers are offered to me at the door is a nice touch. Yeah. That's a nice hostily touch. I think that's a good way to also kind of show some class right off the yes. bat. Yes. That is a very classy move. It almost feels like you're like on business class on an airplane yeah. or something. Well, I used to here's here's a little hack for all the cheap listeners out there. If you stay at any decent hotels, a mm. lot of times they give you those slippers. When I was in China, Jared I had like a stack of them, and because my apartment in China was all um, like tile flooring, yeah, it got cold, yeah, and, and you know, so if and it would even get cold with your socks. So I kept a bunch of those slippers there, and mm. uh, 
And even as untidy as my place was, it definitely gave it a little bit of a classier touch being like, oh, did you offer them to guests? Of course. Oh, yeah. That's a nice touch. That's a nice touch. I hosted some people at my apartment here and there over there. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that. Hmm. Yeah. Grab some slips. I think what you need to do is go to a hotel, be like, yeah, I'm staying in room whatever, and I need slippers. Oh, just <laughs> steal them from hotels? That sounds like quite quite the gr- the grift. Um, now nah, you can find some cheap ones. Here's somewhere. a very important aspect of hosting, being the guest, being the host. When do you show up? We when when my when my family was here last weekend, we went to a um, uh, like a dinner party with some of my parents' family friends. But my, my parents drove separately from where they were staying, and I drove my sister and her husband. And they were saying that, you know, it starts at 7, and my sister was like, we're we going to get there at, like, 7, right? She's like, it seems like my mom really wanted us to get there, like, right at 7. And I was like, no, no, we're not getting there at 7. I was like, no, that's not happening. I'm not showing up right at 7. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't know. It seems like mom really wanted, wanted – I was like – I was like, what if you were throwing a, a, a party? Would you? And she's like, no, I'd be pissed if someone showed up. I was like, yeah, that's why I'm not showing up. That's fair. And, 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 we, and then it turns out my parents were late, and so they ended up getting there 20 minutes late. I was like, if we would have gotten there all on time, we would have been chit-chatting with these people we barely know. Right. Uh, you know, and, and I was like, no, no you, there's no reason to show up at a party or any sort of cookout uh dinner right party, when it starts right yeah. when it starts right that, i agree the, the, i i said seven fifteen only because fashionably she, late i like only it. because she wanted to get there right on time but really i'm like we should get there like seven thirty. this sounds like a conversation you and i would have oh you wouldn't like that you wouldn't like being no it just sounds like a co- like oh. i would be like we gotta get there at seven <laughs> i was shocked that like, i was having this i was like what are you talking about right. i thought this was common knowledge that you don't show up i will say this though too uh, being at the other end when I've hosted parties, it's always a little bit tense at the beginning if nobody shows up for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. You, you get know the what feeling I mean? that no one's going to show up. Right. Yeah. Right. But then the best is like when everybody shows up and then it's a banger and it's a great time. Yeah. And you're you like know? looking out upon all the people. Yeah, right. for sure. For sure. But I, I think there's ge- a balance there. For Generally sure. speaking, I feel like when it comes to hosting some sort of event that like really uh, like say it starts at seven o'clock seven o'clock is when like the hosts start like taking a shower and right. putting on their clothes for the because <laughs> right. they've been spending you know uh, so much time All preparing prepping. food or whatever right. right and so it's like now i finally have a second and it's like three minutes before people theoretically are supposed to start showing up um there there's a there's I, there's also a stereotype i don't know if it's a black thing I, i'm usually around black people when i'm at cookouts but that um if you uh if you show up early then you're gonna find yourself setting up especially if it's like a cookout or something oh, where they're like chairs yeah and so Could you're be. and so getting there early you're screwing yourself over mm. or at least you got more work to do what about uh when you were in in china was was uh was the showing up early thing or showing up on time or late thing so a fashionably late thing? It really thing? depends what it is, right? So if you're going and meeting your friends at a bar, I think there's some wiggle room there. Mm-hmm. But if if it's like um like a legit like um like a especially like a school function or something, you get there on time for sure. Sure, I w- well sure that makes and sense. for dinners and stuff. I I feel like you also would probably get there on time. Uh, and I will say this too, and this this. I hope this doesn't come off as racist, but uh, Chinese people love to eat. So if you invite them over for dinner, a lot, racist. a lot of times lot of people they like to eat. That's true, <laughs> but you know, so and and so a lot of times, you know, you I don't know when, whenever I had, but see, when I had dinners and stuff, 
it was like a nice restaurant and we all went together. Yeah. So there wasn't really like this kind of I specifically mm-hmm. remember at least in my experience in, in in Europe there there's a like a I feel like the window for lateness is is a lot shorter in Germany than it was when I spent time in France. Oh, like I, I feel like I feel like just in general they were a lot more lax with time in France, a lot less concerned with with like like the the time was a lot more of a suggestion of just a general time frame right (laughs) felt like to me and but it but you know us americans you know when when we'd be like oh we're supposed to be somewhere at 315 it's it's 320 and we're all just hanging around chilling like we were the stressed ones like they like they were all were on the same page it wasn't like it was chaos it's like no we'll we'll get to it when we get to it and um i i i feel like that also translated over to um to like the the celebratory times too especially when it came to like dinners i feel like they were a lot less concerned about eating than us americans were as far as like being hungry you know right. obviously they take the right. food very seriously but um it's a different culture for sure south america i think there's also some wiggle room cuz i know at least a couple of my good friends from high school that were South American, mm-hmm. you know, they really enjoyed um, parties, but they told me, you know, nobody shows up to the party at eight o'clock. You know? Yeah. You get yeah. there a little bit late. You, you just always do. But I think if you're hosting friends, that's also different, right? Like if, if you say, oh yeah, come over at this time. And I say, okay, I'll be there at this time. And then I show up an hour late. I'm not going to be up. I'm not going to lie. I think that's a little rude. Yeah. You know, you should at least, especially if you're coming over to somebody's house, you know, give them some, you know, just let them know, you know, if you're going to be late, just so either they're not worried or, you know, I guess, I guess I don't, I am hosting you in my home right now, but I feel like when when I picture like a hosting situation in my head, I I picture like a legit dinner party, at least a couple people, you know, sure to where, to where like, like the, the, like if you were to show up like an like an hour late to today, it would be a little weird. I'd be like, that's a little weird. But if if I were to be having Running a on Chad time, if I were to be having a party, and and there were like you know ten fifteen twenty people showing up, and I told you it starts at seven, and you showed up at eight, I probably wouldn't think twice about it. Right, that's true. It's just a whole different kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, exactly. Well, you have more flexibility, I guess, when there's. Just more people. Sure, you know? that's true. That's true. I'm not relying on on one person, right, for for the experience. That's exactly. True. That that's a great point. Yeah, because if you were to, <laughs> yeah, because if you were to not have shown up when you said you were, I would just be here alone. Right. That's a good point. And we all know that's how Jared gets his fun. You know, when we hang out, that's the yeah, highlight you. of your Saturday. So, Chad, I need you. Exactly. Here are some just rules of etiquette because these are some things that I need to teach myself. This is um, this is by some someone. Uh, it's from Woman's <laughs> Day. Someone. It's from Woman's Day. Uh, is the name of the publication. Set a specific. I like this first one. Set a specific start and end date for the visit. Yep, um, that's smart. Especially for like a, a long weekend situation. That's kind of hard to do. Do you could, do you think that's something you could do at like a party? I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. I Come have, at this time. Party ends at this time. Ha- I, I've I've had a couple party esque situations. Not throwing a party, but like like when we live in a fraternity. I'm not good at getting people out of my house is what mm. I'm getting at or my room. I'm pretty good at that. Not too Can hard. you just do like a record scratch shut off of the music Skr- and be like, uh, I don't care where you get go. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. I don't care where you go, but get the f- out of here. Right. You, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. 
Uh, ensure everyone's comfortable. An empty pantry is fine if that's what your family is used to. Clearly, my family wasn't. But don't <laughs> let your visitors go Look hungry. This guy. Make a point to offer them snacks and drinks often or encourage them to help themselves. On a side note, don't commit to activities without consulting with your guests. Uh, if oh, someone call. Isn't, uh, isn't used to walking all day, a visit to a major museum might not be enjoyable. I... Definitely agree with the yeah. The, it's a the, solid point. I definitely agree with the um. What what, what was it that I was gonna say? I, I agree with. Oh yeah, offering stuff often. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at asking people if they're hungry because I, I'm generally I feel like I eat less than the average human. Uh, it doesn't look like it, but I feel like <laughs> I do. Um, but uh, like like I, I so I'm not a snacker too. So like I generally am an empty pantry kind of person, and I grocery shop for one. So like I generally grocery shop for like a couple days. So I'm I've never been one to have just like food on hand. Right. To be like oh yeah just whip yourself up something in the fridge. It's like yeah you could make an egg and uh, maybe have two strips of bacon. Easy easy thing you can have on deck unless your visitors are allergic to peanuts. PB and J's and some chips. Yeah, that's always a good to go snack. You know what's actually like. a good one that I do have? My sister that I know my sister eats for breakfast all the time is oatmeal. Yep, that's another that's good an one. Easy thing that. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, my sister told me uh, salad materials. I mentioned this to you the other day yep. when, when we. That's brought very it, when ambiguous. Exactly. It's yeah. like it's like what if I just marshmallow have, like, salad, tater salad. Right. It's like Caesar if I told salad. you that like yeah I only have ranch. You know it's like <laughs> that's a bold move first of all. <laughs> right. And so it's like there's uh, salad is so broad you right. know that there's so many there's so many pasta salad there's so many toppings that could go even just saying macaroni you salad know, just have some spaghetti ready it's like that's so generic <laughs> right. too it's like what lasagna or pesto or a spaghetti sh- bolognese sh- scampi yeah like i don't right. know there's so many ways you could go with that um but uh, i i do think i could have made some efforts to at least have something to like snack on you know right i made i like as i said i was really only prepared for them to get drunk and 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 drink a lot of topo chica there we go that's about all they sounds like a good time to me but (laughs) but you're right i mean it is tricky you got to consider what your what your guests will like and what they want yeah and uh, for sure yeah it, it can be tricky but i think having a couple like little staples is always a good idea you know don't oh another move that i like to do when it comes to ensuring everyone's comfortable is i try my hardest usually i'm pretty good at it to have the uh um obviously sheets on the bed before they get there and ready mm-hmm. to go but have the uh, soggy sheets like your airbnb have towels <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus christ it's like yeah we can throw those in the dryer uh it's like these are these need like a full cycle and a half i don't know what you're t- talking about toss it in the dryer and it's also 11 o'clock at night right now um i like to have the towels like uh, on the bed, so they don't have to ask for a towel. Oh, I never that's a want good call. them to my guests to ask for uh, like a towel to take a shower. Don't make uh, friends feel like intruders. If you have a spare b- bedroom, leave out thoughtful extras like slippers and bottles of water. Damn, we're running a hotel now. <laughs> I did. That is why those toothbrushes are there. You asked about that. Those right. are for guests. It's not for all your ladies. <laughs> those are for guests. Okay. Chat. <laughs> it's a very professional way to put it, Jared. I like it. Um, and we talked about the slippers. That's a nice yep. touch. Uh, bottles Dude, of water. I'm a Brita person. Another thing you'll need, though, once you get the slippers, if you really want to make this like a, you know, Chateau de Jart, uh-huh. you need uh, 
a guest robe. Guest robe game is a nice changer, touch. dude. A guest robe is a nice touch. Yep. That you know, I'm actually gonna think about that. Game changer. I actually have been thinking about upping the um, toiletry game as well. Oh, get a couple little travel nah, mouthwashes. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Couple little travel deodorants, you good, no, bro? No, because that takes away. I don't want it. I don't want it to feel like I'm in a hotel. But all I have in there really is soap and some, uh, and some like, essentially toiletries that I wouldn't use. You know, like there's right. lotion in there for people to use, but it's stuff I would never personally use. That's why right. it's in there, essentially, because okay. I just haven't thrown it away. <laughs> but I, what if I got like proper like, oh wow. Oh wow, he has like Awapui shampoo or something, or like, <laughs> you know, like oh my gosh, this is the most luxurious soap I've ever used. Like I, because I, I would almost never use it, so I could you know kind of luxuriate, like luxuriously shop, and it wouldn't really break the bank to buy a one dollar more expensive soap. Right. But the one time it's used, like every six months, people would be like, wow, this is very nice. True. Um, so yeah, um, if your guests are staying in a home office or den, don't just, oh, I didn't do this. Don't just stack blankets on the couch, set up the room like a bedroom and avoid using the space while they uh, are, you know what I'm, I, I'm not good at. That's smart. I feel that's smart. I'm not, I, I, I never leave out extra, uh, blankets, blankets for people, which I should probably do. That's and my pillows one. probably suck. I have a great pillow for myself, but I feel like my guest pillows suck. I will uh, say, dude, I could sleep on this couch real easy. I have slept on this couch real easy, and my bed's right there. Right. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so you know it's a decent couch. But the, the blankets are always interesting, though, Jared, because a lot of times where I've stayed places, you know, people will offer me blankets, mm-hmm. and I feel like I never use all of them. So, you know, it's there's like a weird kind of catch-22 where I think it's good to offer them, but a lot of times, too, uh, and that's another thing to consider when you're hosting folks is how hot or cold is your place normally? Because some people, especially in the U.S., you know, we're lucky. Here, you know, some folks have AC, so some people run their houses really cold. Here's something I saw a guest in my home do. I won't name this person, Uh-oh. but it was my sister, <laughs> which I think is a 100% firm don't do at when you're a guest. Oh, she house. touched the thermostat, didn't she? Yes. Oh, and I'm like, listen, I understand you might want it to be turned off or something or you're uncomfortable with where it's at. But to just touch that's a bold move to just adjust someone's HVAC on your own in a stranger is definitely an older sibling. But like like in someone else's home, I saw that happen. I'm like, you just do that. I was like, I would never dare touch someone's AAC. I was like, oh, I was like, what if I did that? If I just walked into your house and just started adjusting your nest? I was like, that's craziness. Right. Why don't you just come into my fridge and start rearranging shit? And the thing is, there is nothing (laughs) wrong with asking for specific climate requests, but just, you don't, you don't touch that. That's gotta be up there as a top rule. Probably as a guest in someone's home. Don't touch the thermostat. Don't touch someone else's thermostat without asking. That is, that is a, that is a bold move. Well, that's always kind of been the running joke, right? Like you don't, you know, dad says don't touch the yes. thermostat, you know? We we were that stereotypical house too. Our house was freezing always. Right. My parents' <laughs> house is pretty cold too. Um, show your guests the essentials. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Just like take, take well, them you, around. Well, you gave me a little tour. You showed me the essentials. Sure, but I think it would be nice to be like... So here's, it, here's how you flush the toilet. If, if you were staying for an extended period of time... Just be like, if you want some water, the Brit is here. Help yourself. Right. The glasses are over here. The topos are here. The topos you know, are here. Help yourself to them. Because I, I do feel like maybe my my parents, they had no problem going in and, and grabbing something. Right. But I do feel like at times my sister 
and uh, and her husband were hesitant to like just grab a, a topo on their own, you right. know, and like and they and they and like you don't have to ask. Like this is the topos are for the home, you know, right? Um, but but I think if initially when I just like pointed out sort of those essentials, then if I pointed it out as like a thing where it's like here they are, you know, help yourself to it, they would right. maybe feel less bad about just for sure it without asking. Well, you know what's weird though too, Jared is. There's just this kind of strange thing about it feeling kind of almost impolite or rude to like, at least I feel this way going through somebody's fridge. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Whereas, but the funny thing is I remember when I was a kid, you know, I had friends come over from grade school and some of them just had no qualms about just going through our fridge. (laughs) And my parents were always just kind of like, whoa, like what are they doing? You know, and I had other kids who would ask, you know, and I was always one of those kids who would ask. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, But yeah, the the fridge, that is a Going through someone's fridge is kind of like the same thing as like messing with their AC. It's a very intimate thing to do to just make yourself that comfortable in someone's home. Where's the milk? I don't see it. Oh, you put it in the door. Yeah, you know how I feel about guests making themselves overly comfortable in someone's home. (laughs) That's true. Um, Help everyone get around. Leave cops. Copies of local maps. I'm not going to do that. I mean, nowadays we don't really need what am I, a concierge service. I, I, I will say this. Something I've gotten better with um, is I now let people borrow my car, which is something oh, wow. I would never do move. before. Now, granted, I used to have manual cars, and I just don't trust people. That's fair. Don't want to burn out the especially clutch. Especially my sister. No. <laughs> um, now I just have like some sort of like appliance electric car that you can't you couldn't break it if you tried you right. know unless you got in an accident sure right? but that could happen I could do that could happen to me too right. you know so like um the past couple people that have been here I like it hurts me a little bit to do still mm-hmm. but I'm like I, but it but um but uh that <laughs> they say leave I was just got that from this because they say leave copies of local maps plus numbers for a car service mm. that would be that would be so funny if like my sister or like wanted to go somewhere and I'm like here's, here's number a number for a car right. service uh, <laughs> that would be that would no, I don't think that's a great guess you just hand them you just hand them a piece of paper that says like Uber or Lyft yeah on it. here you go <laughs> yeah I even have a, a, a referral code so you'll get 10% off your first uh, Uber ride you're right. welcome um if they'd like to ride around town take them early in their visit to bike rental shops so they have transportation also give them an extra set of house keys or show them where you stow the spare that's a good one the yeah. house keys also I think that's an important one also if you have guests that you're comfortable with that are staying for a couple days i think it's great like like what you're talking about in germany you know staying with the friends but wanting to also you know see other places is um you can you can come and go and not they they don't have to like wait up for you or they right. don't have to like and I need to have you know, that conversation with a couple of my friends. I'm hoping my yeah. one friend she'll just let me borrow a, an apartment key for the whole time I'm there. Yeah, because I'll be That'll there be in nice. the beginning at the end. So, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And the other nice thing about having the key is just like you said, you know, if if you do decide to do something a little different than your guests, which I think is also okay. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing is some people think that because you're hosting somebody especially if you're hosting someone for like a week you don't have to be with them the entire i don't think you know it's your obligation or your expectation as the host yeah to have to be with them the entire time that's the next on the list build in some alone time yeah it's a big one i think that's important for the host and the guest yep i i had to get comfortable when my family was here for the weekend to where like there were points where it's just like i'm just gonna i like i was like i was just in my room for like an hour and a half, but you know, while they were here and I'm like, like you guys, I feel like I've made it clear that you guys are welcome to anything in this home. You know, you don't need me. 
Um, and so I and I, and I I take my alone time very preciously. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just need to just get away for. It's a bit. good to recharge a bit. Yeah. Um, and so, especially if if people are are here for multiple days, I think it's unfair for the host and for the guest to just expect that, like, t- you know, to have access to that person. Oh, sorry about that. You're good. Uh, expect to, Jesus Ooh. Christ, you know, I, I hate these multiple texters, to expect to just have access <laughs> to that person for, like, you know, days on days. Right. Um, and be clear about the house rules. I don't really have any house. Oh, I guess I do now that I think about it. What are your house rules? Well, Let's I'm l- looking at this list now, and it's like if you have a shoes off policy or yep. your cats aren't allowed outside, let them at, know at the beginning. Ooh, pets is a big one too, though, Jared. Yeah. Is let, let folks know about the pet situation. Yeah, you can't just bring a pet without people knowing. There's an, the, the one I said I don't really have house rules, but I guess I do because the one also on this list was like cigarettes. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like I guess I wouldn't really want someone smoking cigarettes. In my, that's also a real bold move as a guest. Oh uh, yeah, to just smoke, <laughs> smoke anything in someone's house. I think if you do asking. that, you have no manners. I'm sorry, but you yeah, have no. Manners. No, that's 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 just that's straight up like you you were you were not raised by humans, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that that would be ridiculous. Unless if the house already smells like cigarettes and you see ashtrays everywhere, maybe uh, that's, that's yeah. Okay. I'd say if if you as the host smoke cigarettes in your own house, right? I would still ask. Oh, for but, sure. You know that 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 is a little bit, that makes a little bit more sense yeah. to be like, you do it. Well, what do you mean I can't do it? Right. The other oh. thing though, Jared, I wanted to mention though about pets is also yeah. if you if you visit. So if you're the host and you have pets, also just be aware: are whoever is visiting are they allergic? And if they are allergic to whatever pet, make sure you know whatever room or wherever they're staying in. You know, keep the pets away from it for a significant amount of time, because as someone who's allergic to cats. I've been, you know, at friends' houses before, and it's not fun sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. Um, but I guess, you know, as a guest, you just need to know what you're getting yourself into. You know, that it's not too. their fault as a host if they have a cat. Well, right. Um, a big one as far as, like, like cultural hosting goes, especially in, in the South, but I think this is big in a lot of places, is the food aspect of it okay. and feeding people. So, like, you can't go to a house, someone's house in Louisiana without them asking you if you're hungry, okay. without them asking you if they want to make you a plate of some, like, fried fish or something like that. And um, I would gain so much weight, probably, if I lived down south. You would. And it's a challenge, too, because you have to, at least I personally have to sort of pick and choose when I say yes and no, because you are, it is... Some some people do sort of a lot of food come off as like genuinely sort of hurt or offended if you say no. Oh really? And so uh, like as a guest and host, I feel like as a host, I feel like people just you know feel like they need to offer that. But then also sometimes as a guest, I, I at least in, in my experience, I've had to sometimes even if I don't necessarily want to eat, it's just it's just like listen, I'm a guest, I'm gonna hurt this person's feelings. Let me just say yes and eat a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I've gotten so used in the South to being like, oh, I just ate or like whether it's true or not, like, cause maybe I just don't want their gross food. Uh, but <laughs> when I've gotten so used to being like, oh, I just ate or like, oh, you know, um, I, we're going, we're going to dinner or we're going to eat a big meal right after this. So I don't want to, you know, because you can't just say no, thanks. Really? You, you know, I've you always say, had an excuse for why I can't eat someone's food. You got to say, sorry, I got real bad diarrhea today. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what's happening in my stomach today, but I'm, exactly. li- I'm liable to blow at any moment. See, you don't you want go. that in your house. Oh, as far as guest host goes, do, do you, are there any bathroom rules? How do you feel about hosting a party and people um, 
shitting in your bathroom, for example. I mean, well, it's a bathroom. I mean, that's yeah, what it's that's there what for. That's what it's for. That's true. I agree. You but know? some people don't mm-hmm. like that. Well, I mean, I don't hope for it. Let's put it that way. Right. But <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I don't mean, have a problem with it. First things first, though, Jared, I think if you're going to have guests over, make sure you got some, like, you know, something so they can give a courtesy spray if, in case they need to. A courtesy uh, spray? Yeah, you know, spray some air freshener. Oh, I see. The other thing, too, is I would make sure you have enough TP because there's nothing yeah. more embarrassing. Yes. I think for a guest to be like, uh, hey, do you, do you yeah. know where the rest of the toilet paper is? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, whether it's a party awkward. or not, like any yeah. sort of situation. Yeah. Honestly, it's even a little awkward, like with my sister here. Like it would be a little weird if, if yeah. No, I definitely did. I do that. I wonder if I think I did make sure there were extras in there. I don't know. No, I don't know. But yeah, that's a good um, tip, though. I'd say. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think that's another big part of um, why it was crucial for me to have two bathrooms because, as a host, you don't really want to share your bathroom with with your guest. You know, there's the classic cliche of people digging through your uh you know your medicine, medicine cabinet, cabinet sure. what sort of pills you got for a good time that's right um not me how else do you have a fun saturday night jared <laughs> um yeah i think i think the big thing though about being a host and and being a guest is don't this may sound a little silly but don't put too much pressure on yourself like i think especially when your oh, family comes to visit especially for the first time it can be, yeah. Every can, time, every time someone asked me for something and I didn't have it, I felt bad. Like I felt guilty. I was like, oh shit, how did I not think to have that? You idiot! Did you write all that down? You should have. No. You should have no, wrote just, all that down. I was too busy calling myself an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean the the tricky thing too with hosting is you know you never necessarily know what your guests are going to want. Yeah. But I think it's always good to you know just be upfront and just ask them. You know, it never hurts to ask. And uh, like I said, have a couple small things on deck, like little snacks or, or like your topos. It's always good to have, you know, some cold water. Right. Speaking of asking, how do you feel about asking uh, for help to clean up? You know, I think I think it's okay. I don't find that rude or, but it's all how you ask, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, I I um, my guests that were here last weekend were um, very gracious and helping, but I didn't like it. I didn't like people like i I don't know it felt weird it it felt a little weird it's like i i I don't one because it's like you guys don't really know where stuff goes so you're just gonna be asking me anyway two like it's you're the guest like it's so weird that i'm just sitting here relaxing while you're at my sink washing dishes you know well but at the same time too i think it's a little different because it was your family sure you know what i mean like like i think if but i feel like i should be better it it would if because it's my family i should be more okay with it yeah maybe yeah then if it were like a like a guest that I haven't lived with for my right. most of my life or whatever. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. But I think the other thing too, Jared, is that I mean when you when you have guests over, it's really if they want to help, let them help because Yeah. It's <laughs> a good point. Oh, excuse me. Let them Don't help because it. I will tell you there have been plenty of times where my friends, especially my friends in Germany, have let me stay with them and I've cleaned up just as like a thank, a thank you. you. For letting me stay, you know, you're not, you know, charging me anything. You're not, you, you know, know, what I always do when I'm a guest at someone's house as my like thank you, or at least showing my sign of gratitude, is I, I like I'm a I'll, I never make up my bed at home, mm-hmm. but I always do when I. But I don't think, but I always wonder like what's they even probably the stripped? Point? Yeah, they probably exactly the bed. That's why I like right. cause that's why I'm like why do I even do this because it's like if if they have any sort of if i hope that they're cleaning these immediately right. as, as soon as i leave so why am i always like 
why am I think I'm doing them some sort of favor by by uh, making the bed? I, it's like makes it look nice. That's why. yeah. It is very like looks a tidy, symbolic. You, know? you don't want to. I guess the thing is, Jared, you don't want to leave someone's house and and. When you leave, it looks worse than when you got there. Sure. Maybe sure. that's what it is. So here's some recommendations for things to have on hand. Okay. Uh, some pistachios. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. All Or almonds. Blue cheese. And I don't know what Jarlsburg is. Do you know what Jarlsburg? J-A-R-L-S. It's a, it's a type of cheese, I think. Yeah, I think so. Jarlsburg cheese. I've never heard of it before. Would you like some Jarlsburg? Oh, I've seen that before, but I don't think I've ever had it. Interesting. Or just have some cheese on deck, maybe. <laughs> I have blue cheese or Jarlsburg. Which would you prefer? Uh, dried fruit. Oh, yeah. That can be a good snack. Yeah, I'm not really a dried These fruit These are all like good snack ideas. Costa Le v- Vetrano olives. Costa... Castel Vetrano olives. I think it's just uh, those jarred olives. I, I think mentioned. so, yeah. People just so snack just on olives. those? I guess. I, I never know. snack on olives. I have an idea. Car crackers with cracked peppers. You know, those are those water crack crackers, as they oh, say yeah. in p- p- uh, Philadelphia. Um, and fig spread. Jeez, that's some fancy stuff. Uh, you will look like a goddamn hero when you lay out that gorgeous spread. Yeah, that sounds pretty fancy. Yeah, sounds good. Whilst we're at fancy. it, don't forget to stock your fridge before everyone ar- arrives. Your checklist should involve co- coffee grounds. I do have coffee. I'm a coffee mm-hmm. drinker, but I know my sister's a coffee fiend, so I make sure for that. That's easy. Right. Um, half and half or cream. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. I don't have that. I like my coffee like I like my men. <laughs> um and extra coffee filters. You know, I'm a French press guy. Uh, because, uh, and also just a, a bunch of coffee. Bonus points for eggs. I did have eggs, but they... Uh, orange juice. I did not have orange juice. And a few packs of thick-cut bacon. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not a fan of thick-cut bacon. I mean, just give me any bacon. Yeah, I'm why thick-cut specifically? Who knows? They're very specific with this list Don't here, skip, skimp on air fresheners. I'm 100% on board with that. I, I, yep. I'm actually a little embarrassed because my final candle died out a couple days ago Uh-oh. i'm i'm a real especially if i know i know i have people coming over i would have had a candle lit if i was more prepared i'm a terrible host though chad you're getting there but, you're getting better. <laughs> um, it's all about growth jared but I, i'm a especially in general i like to have a candle lit around the house but in general when i when i know i have people coming over i'm a candle fiend like, i do like a good candle i'm super paranoid how does this place smell does it smell weird in here it smells good you, you can got be honest sage. with me I saw. I do have it's the not sage. burning, but you got the sage. I do sage down uh, uh, from time to time. I get them bad juju. You can be out. honest with me though. Does it smell weird in here? No. Does my natural body pheromone smell weird? I haven't Gross. been close enough to smell you really. Oh God, thank you. Jeez, <laughs> I had butterflies in my stomach asking you that. I like, should have just been to, like, yes. I'm about to learn some hard truths right. today about myself because you never really. It's hard to know your think own smell. Well, True. it's different for you because you're not you're in my space, right? I mean, so your you're smells. you're engulfed in my smell. I see. Uh, <laughs> That's such a weird sentence. <laughs> you're engulfed in my smell. That's great. And, and it's such a it's a it's a thing that you really have no control over. Oh, you do, I guess. You do have control over it. Don't skimp on the air fresheners, as right. they say, like I do with my Right, candles. just walk in and just turn, woo, turn yeah. around. Oh, 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 right. oh nice right. home. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I'm always a little paranoid that my natural odors are gross and I just I can't will smell say, it. though, another thing you can oh, do is, is do I the... I got nervous again. Do the, do, <laughs> do the German trick, which is just open your windows for a little bit. Get oh, that yeah. fresh air in and out. That I helps, do that. too. Yeah, I do that from time to time. 
Uh, schedule a house cleaning the day your guests leave. That's a little dramatic. Right. I would actually say the day before they get here. I thought that's what they were going right? to say. Right. I, I think the same thing. That would be funny if you schedule it the day they leave and they're about to leave and then the cleaning person comes by. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, All right, get out. Get out. Yeah, we need to clean uh, yeah, for the yeah. next Listen, people. Get the, out. The cleaning lady is going to... Irena, well, that's just the name of the cleaning lady we had, which is why I used that name. The cleaning lady is going to be here uh, at noon. So your your checkout time is 1130. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just say it like that to them and turn them. And walk away exactly, exactly. Yeah. thank I you we've enjoyed your stay exactly thank you for your stay chateau de jarts exactly yeah uh no i i think i think that's a that's a good list right there it is. is there anything you would you think needs to be added for what makes a good host what sort yes. of yes. booze do you have on hand by well the way? okay we so talked about first food, of all but booze what I, would you have on hand i will say jared i almost brought you a bottle of booze i brought you the beers instead but i almost brought you a bottle of booze because Here's a couple things I think you should have on hand if you want to be a good adult mm. host. Okay. Decent bottle of wine. I mean, if you own, if you're living in a home, you're probably by yourself. You're probably an adult. Probably. You said, but you never <laughs> adult know. host. It's like you unless you're know. a 15 year old living by yourself in an apartment, then you, this doesn't apply. But, to you. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but a good bottle of wine is. Uh uh-huh. I always had at least one, maybe two bottles of wine. On Even deck. though you're generally not a wine drinker. Right. Came in handy though. Right. Came I am a handy. wine drinker, so I do tend to right. have wine on deck. I would say a couple different like types of alcohol what i mean by that is you want one or two different types of clear alcohol yeah so maybe a gin Mm. maybe even a clear rum if that's what you're into or tequila right or a vodka one Mm -hmm. of those and then also maybe a scotch or a bourbon or a whiskey a brown liquor yeah so i would i would uh, recommend that let's see here's some other things you need on deck my beers don't hurt my liquor choices or alcohol choices at least in my experience have been primarily like i i generally know or maybe I just think I know what the person wants. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would have loved a rum and coke, but I didn't have that for you. I thought that beers would be what you would like. Or like when my family was here last week, they tend to be wine drinkers. Right. So I made sure. And it's terrifying because they're all way like more into wine than I am. Right. So it's like, I hope I hope you don't find this disgusting, but right. you're welcome to. Hope it. you're not offended <laughs> by my wine choice. I did get three. I got three bottles of something that my dad specifically recommended to me. Like, I okay. know you'll drink this. Okay. Because you're the one that told me about it. Right. Um, That's smart. Yeah. That's yeah. a good little insider tip right that there. That is, yeah. It's Use like, their recommendations to your advantage. Yeah, it's like you recommended this wine to me, so I imagine you'll you. If you don't like it, what kind of recommendations <laughs> yeah. are you making? Yeah, if, if you're like, ugh, you, it was like, oh, you asshole. <laughs> That'd be so funny. He's like, oh, I said it was good for you, but I would never right? drink this. Uh, this is this is swine wine right here. <laughs> this mud water. Well, you know, you need some screwdrivers here at your place since you're the screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, that's guy. what I'm into. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I um. I think I think well, knowing your guest is one thing, but I think yep. even I think maybe I'm taking liberties thinking I know my guest. You know, maybe just because I sometimes know my it's guest good to just ask. Likes yeah. to drink wine, like that doesn't mean they don't want to have like a beer or something. Or a gin tonic. It's exactly. going to be gin tonic weather. Exactly. So that's for sure. So and I, I'm not I'm not really a liquor drinker, so that's why I never have liquor on hand. Right. But it couldn't hurt to just have like a two fifths that just sit in yeah. my pantry or whatever yeah. of like something dark and something light. Yep. That's what I would recommend for sure. The the other thing too that I would recommend is have a couple things on deck as well for like little small games or activities, right? So for example, mm. have like some cards, have, have, you know, if that's you, smart, if, if I don't have, Oh, I do. I probably do, but I don't know where they are. But yeah. Or, or another thing is like, if you have a backyard like you do, you could have like, 
you know, cornhole, horseshoes. There's all yeah. sorts of different outdoor mm-hmm. type. There's probably enough space where you could put up a little volleyball on that if you wanted to, too, and hit back and forth a little bit. I but could, you got but the fences. Be dangerous. So be, yeah, because yeah. you'd be going over to the neighbor's yard. And they got dogs, year. so they'd be, yeah. <laughs> Bad idea. But anyways, some activities, though, you know, the, where the games can do stuff. That's good. Yeah. Like Cards Against Humanity is a good yep. thing to have yep. on, on hand. Yep. That That's a game that you can whip out at sort of any sort well you know if any sort of adults get together mm-hmm. and have a good time with that oh for sure if you know if you're entertaining you know folks with kids ping pong table is always a big hit i can tell you from personal experience Jerry. yeah uh, well i told you at my hit. cousin's uh, graduation party last week i was got pretty intense school, from what i heard school and 11 year old had to show him how it's done that's right I, I think i he was pretty good but i think i introduced to him the idea of like adding spin to it. Good. I think that was new to him. Because I'm not, I'm by no means a skilled player, but You're I, not bad, I know the, 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 like the concept of adding spin. So I could get him with some pretty rudimentary serves that right. weren't even that fast just because it would, you know, spin. do some simple yep. turns. Or like it would hit, you know, like I'd get him how he used to always get me where it would hit his racket and just shoot, go yep. straight up. Um, Those good old yeah, top spin That's serves, a game yeah. that that we we probably I was in the basement sweating. Oh, I'll bet. And it, that's a game that can easily uh, keep people in. and it kept it kept also the people watching entertained too. It's mm-hmm. a good spectator sport. It is. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pool is also okay, like billiards. But that's I would a little I, bit more talent though. Yeah, and and to also do, that's not quite as accessible for I think like younger kids. Right. You know, like ping pong is pretty accessible as long as you can see over the table. Exactly. You can play. Exactly. As, unless you're unless you're like me and you're just putting a bunch of spin moves on a right. child. Uh, generally, hey, they gotta learn somehow, Jerry. Generally, it's very accessible. Right. Yeah. They gotta learn somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope you made all the sound effects while you were playing. No answer for that, huh? <laughs> right. Trash talking everything the whole nine. But yeah, so games are good. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like you know, some, I would say refreshments in general are good. Like not only alcohol, but like have yeah, you know, have some like one easy tip as well jared would be what are good refreshments that are non-booze well here's a really easy one if you have water have some different like crystal light packets like Uh, something even small like that you know you can spruce it up you got a water Mm -hmm. oh now it's kind of you know they have lemonade flavors you know (laughs) oh yeah oh got me a lemonade now you know (laughs) that's Um, a good idea yeah you know so just having some small things to spruce it up you Mm know um i'm trying to think of some other examples another one too is i would say have have a small assortment of if you're going to be doing some cooking and eating, you know, while you're hosting and not just takeout, I would say have some different assortments of sauces. You know, some folks really like mm. hot sauce. Have one or two My decent hot sauces. My sister asked if I had any hot, hot sauce. And you nope. didn't. Nope. Rookie mistake, That was dude. a legitimate question yep. she asked last week. Oh, you got to have no, hot sauce, know. man. You know, I actually, I did, I thought I had... Um, the stuff you gave me from the mm-hmm. from uh, the from Indonesia, but I was out. I, I ran out. That was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it got that was used. Good stuff. That's and good. I was like, yeah, no, I don't. But yeah, hot sauces. Like yeah, just having like ketchup, mustard, yeah, all those like little types of things. Salt, pepper. You know that all that. adds up. Right. That. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I have salt and pepper. I mean, if you're in brag. the Midwest, you definitely need some ranch. Yeah. You know, you can't can't do a proper salad without some ranch. That's Jared. true. I'm not a ranch person. Um. Yeah, but it's not about me. All these things, I'm like, I don't have any of these things, and I would never eat them. Um. But none of this is about me. It's right. about making my guests feel comfortable. And if and I mean, home. if you start hosting people more often, you know, you'd be surprised how quick some of that stuff might get used up. You know, that's true. That's true. I, I've never been. I've never been a, a hosting. My my mom. Um. She was telling me she wasn't suggesting. She was telling me that I'm going to uh, invite my my boss and his significant other over. 
and host them for a, for a meal. And I'm like, and I'm, and she's telling me like You're how I can cook. do you it. You should. And like how you know, like how you know what I can do it. And I'm like, uh, I was like whole half heartedly listening, being like, this is not. I'm not doing any of this. I'm not not happening. Really. I, I, it's just it's I, I like it, it, it was also while they were there I was already stressed out about the fact of being a, I was like I don't want to do this again I don't want to do this right now right like, it was just like I like I, and then there's so much Some other hostility levels. there there's so many more levels of needing to get it right in my head right when it's my boss versus my family but you know? I do think if you have some of those you know small things on deck you're a good cook so you could for sure make them a sure. good meal I think it I don't think it takes much to show somebody a good time. Now, granted, as you mentioned at the top of the show, yes, I'm very easy to please for the most part. Yeah. I don't have tons of needs as a guest, but still. I like the I did really like the idea. We talked about this also, like having some some like just chicken breast marinated. Yep. And I have like a grill out there and be like, yep. hey, if you want it lunch, you're welcome to go out there and just grill up a piece of chicken real quick. But I guess I need oh, and then there's salad items in there if you want them too. Yep. They'll be like, oh, I don't like any of these. I was like, well, they're salad items, so that's when you need the PB and J, dude. Just a piece of chicken and a PB and J. That's well, quite a lunch. <laughs> it is. Well, no, I'm saying though, it's just in a quick pinch, especially if you have a guest who's a picky eater. Yeah. I mean, most people also, dude, as well, a frozen pizza. Having a frozen pizza in the freezer is not a terrible idea either. Sure. You sure. Know? To me, that feels low class to offer that as a uh, as a as a host. That's fair. Okay, so what would be better? Order a pizza or make a make one? I mean, what would be better? Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to think of quick, sure, easy sure, things sure, on deck. Sure. You know? I just, I just probably wouldn't offer personally, right? But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm just too lower bougie. class. Than maybe, you, maybe. Uh, maybe I'm overly is. bougie, and it's like, no, there's nothing wrong with offering a, a frozen pizza. DiGiorno, do is it have to be DiGiorno? Uh, Red Baron. Yeah. Of course, it has to be DiGiorno. Okay, that's the only acceptable. Because brand. then they'll say, "Is it delivery?" No, it's DiGiorno. I mean, Which, by the way. There's no confusing DiGiorno no, for, for sure. proper yeah, delivery. For sure. <laughs> I, I will say, though, Jared. Not They're not that, bad, but... Not that we're brand-affiliated, but I tend to be a tombstone guy. If I got to go frozen pizza, Tombstone. That's what I tend to go with. They're a bit more thinner crust. That's more my... What's the one that came thing. in the green box that you used to be able to get from um, Costco? I don't remember what it's called, but that's the one I like. Okay. I, yeah, I don't... I, wasn't that just Costco pizza, grand, brand? It might have been. It was delicious. Been. Like a Kirkland though. pizza? I would, I'd believe it. Um, but it, my, my frozen pizza game is... I, I'm, I'm out of the game. It's been a while. I well, bought one well, recently, just a random brand, and it was underwhelming. What you could do is you could have... I mean, it's not that hard to slap a pizza together either. You could have... I know how to make a cast iron pizza pretty see? effectively. So all you would need would be whatever those <laughs> ingredients are. Keep those on deck, and you're yeah. good to go. That's true. That's true. You know? That's true. But I, I will say, when I host people, I definitely do spend way too much time at the grocery store overthinking, are they going to like this? Are they going to like that? Because you care, Chad. I guess so. Yeah, that's maybe. the it, it, that's, that's the key right there, Jared. We yeah. found the key. That's you just gotta care. I don't. Maybe that's the problem. I didn't <laughs> care. I I really didn't because I was stressed about the idea of them coming, but I also did not do what you're saying, and I didn't spend a bunch of times in the aisles trying to pick out the right things. I was distressed about it and did, did nothing at the same time, which is a great way to great way to go about life. <laughs> really stress over stuff and didn't do nothing about do it. Do nothing about it. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It was like a, it was a picture of a guy looking at an explosion. It was like me watching the consequences of all my procrastination. <laughs> so I was like, yep, I can relate to that. That's kind of true. Yeah, for but, sure. For sure. That was me when my family was here, just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think that the key with, I, I will say this though, Jared, obviously caring is incredibly important, but what's even more important really 
yeah, we've talked about all the stuff you could have, the slippers, the robes, the food, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The key really is just being present and being there with whoever you're hosting. I know it sounds cliche. Yeah. I know it sounds a little silly, but I think it's true. You know, the sure. at the end of the day, what I will remember Making most- people feel comfortable. Right, right. And and just spending that time with them because what, what we'll remember at the end of the day, you know, like- that Indian food was delicious, mm-hmm. right? But what I'm going to remember more about today's experience is just hanging out with you. Wow, you know all that. I know it sounds cheesy and dorky. I, I had but to like, look true. away from you because it was I can't look getting, someone in the eyes. Too intense. It's, yeah, I was like, oh no, this is too much feeling. <laughs> but but it's true. You know, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's very true. No, and, there's nothing wrong with you saying that. I'm the one with the problem. I can't accept these things without getting I'm just uncomfortable. St- staring Jared dead in the eyes the entire time. I enjoyed myself. Oh God. Right, get, get out, leave right now, <laughs> leave. Too much. Right. <laughs> but um, but I will say this, though, too, Jared. Speaking of getting too intense, it is good to establish some boundaries with your guests. Yes. You know, make sure, like, I think the shoes thing is definitely, you know, like whenever people come over, I always say first thing, you know, you can take your shoes off right here. You sure. Know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, uh, there's yeah. the, People would, would, it would be real messed up for the guests to be like, oh, God, I hate taking off my shoes. Right. Although I do, we don't have slippers right now. At the house, I do and I've adapted though. I bring my slippers now to your place. That's true, and I feel like that's a good guest move. You know, that's a great guest move. If you, if you, you could do something about it. Oh, I don't have slides because. packed for my trip. I need to. Oh yeah, I need to put some slides in my yeah. suitcase. That's an easy oversight mm-hmm. for a trip. Yeah. Um, but that's a great. Which is ironic because that was one of the best things I brought with me when I went to Bali. Yeah, for a hundred percent. I think that those that's a an underrated packing item. Honestly, I need to remember to bring these when I go on my trip. Right. Uh, next week too. So. Oh, for I'm sure. Glad you reminded me. That might be a fun episode. Underrated packing items. Yes. That would be a good one. Yes, because. Because slippers is a great one that I never think of until I'm like, it would be nice to have something. You know like what? One I always there. forget too. What's that? Socks. Yeah. Or I don't bring enough, or I bring way too many. It's like yeah. it's always one uh, or the yeah. other. <laughs> you know, when, my problem when I bring way too many, then when once I'm leaving and then I get back home, I don't remember which ones I wore and which ones I didn't. So I just have to wash them all. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that could be true. Sticking socks in my face. Not, yeah, I'm not trying to do the smell <laughs> test with my socks. That's for sure. Uh, that's a good one. I need to mm-hmm. think of some other ones, but um, we'll, we'll have we to can, do that. That would be do fun that. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me text it to you. Chancletas is definitely one. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. Without uh, here, you. How about you close out the episode? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll write You'll it text down. it. All right. Sounds good. But yeah, so anyways, let us know what your thoughts are on how to be a proper host. You can let us know at uh, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube and Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. You can also slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. And also, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Děkujeme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. Good stuff, Chad. Good stuff. All right. Good work, buddy. Yeah, for sure. Good work. That'll be a fun one. <laughs>